Welcome back. to Reforming Manhood. Welcome back. The podcast, we talk live from a Christian male perspective. You want to try to keep guessing what I'm going to say? Welcome. We can finish each other's... We can... Sandwiches. Sentences. Oh. Spaghetti? Like Lady in the Tramp? And... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the meatball, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Mike Cloud. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm Jamie Jack of All Trades Hinojosa. And it is, uh, man, it feels like it's been a while since the three of us have been together, huh? Yeah. We've yeah. been doing the, uh, the other series. On. We hit the other series, the, uh, Real Men of Jesus. That was a great little time. Yeah. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We had one more we so wanted to get. Are we, but. are we done with that? Uh, for now, we'll come back to it, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm That's sure good. we'll come back to it down the road. People are going to miss me singing. Well, go ahead. Real Men of no, Jesus. I don't feel it. I think I'm not we, feeling we like might it. be able to, I think we might be able to put one in at the, conference oh you mean the reforming manhood retreat it's coming it's coming that's right reforming manhood the retreat that i really thought we'd get a flamethrower before we got a re, uh, another conference slash retreat but but i'm good with this a flamethrower i bet i can make that happen it's from from space balls space balls no. the movie space balls the flamethrower <laughs> kids love this one <laughs> the flamethrower anyways <laughs> anyways anyways Play that song. Play that song. You mean this song? <laughs> Ooh, sorry, my first cigar. <laughs> what Not you smoking? First. What are you choking on? Man, this is a little butte right here. This is my uh, Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. Brought what? to me by my friend Trev Cowan, who can only get these in Abilene. We have to drive two and a half hours for these. At the Leaf, little plug there. I love that place. That's a nice place. Dude, it's, it's real, real nice. If you're in Abilene, <laughs> I suggest going by there and just checking it out. Plus, they have Southern Draws. Most Jacob's Ladder is my favorite cigar of all time. Yeah? Is that what you're smoking too? It is also what I'm smoking. Because I was in Abilene, so why not get a cigar while I'm in Abilene, you know? Yeah, and me too. So tell us about it. What's it like? What's Dude, it taste like? It is as black as my soul before Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty black. It's pretty black. Um, this is the this is one of the few that isn't a sweet that I enjoy. Um, mm. It's this guy and a couple of Gurkhas, and that's about all I'm going to venture out of the sweet realm. Um, but this Jacob's ladder is uh, it's just good. Yeah, it's just good. You do chill by the end of it. Oh, it's powerful. Yeah, and. Uh, the way I've described it is the, with the Rose of Sharon from Southern, also from Southern Draw, that's their pink cigar. That, that would be my other cigar that I like. Um, read that in Song of Solomon last week, by the way. Yeah. That's where Rose of Sharon's from. Oh, you didn't know that? I did not know that. No. I'm sorry, you should have told me. Um, but, uh, I. Jacob's Ladder is also from the Bible, in case you didn't know. I did know that one. Okay. Alright, just making uh, sure. <laughs> I knew Rose of Sharon was in the Bible, I just didn't know where. Oh, okay. And I read it in Song of Solomon last week. But the uh, uh, whoa, Song of Solomon, and you like in a romance mood? <laughs> no, <laughs> do tell I'm us about the Bible, and I read through Song of Solomon last week. But are you saying romance isn't on your mind? <laughs> I'm saying I'm in Ecclesiastes now. No, I'm in Isaiah now. Huh. All right. Is there a special lady you want to shout out to? Yeah. Sub, why why were you in Abilene? <laughs> I had things going on. All right. <laughs> oh man, this is. 
Y'all can't see the shade of red little Trevi's turning right now. It's Is bright. it not just enough that I bring y'all cigars? It's great, dude. It's, it's a beauty. Thank you. Uh, I'm smoking. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is Rose of Sharon. It, uh, it got like the 100 rating, 99 rating or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's like really good rating for a cigar. Never been done. Never been done before. And uh, I said this one is actually better than that one. It uh, so so the the way we broke it down is Rosa Sharon. You can't ding it for anything wrong. No smooth draw, delicious taste. All everything, all everything's right. But this one has all of those things. Plus, it's a dark cigar, so it's just going to be so better. Much more flavor. Yeah. And anyways, that's great. That's what we're smoking. Two separate. Jacob's ladder, just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> We're not sharing because <laughs> I don't share. Trevor right. doesn't share. Yeah, Trevor does not share. Yep. So for me, uh, I'm smoking this little gift that uh, Trevor brought back from the Leaf uh, in Abilene. What he was doing there, I'm not sure what he was doing. Actually, I know what he was doing, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, it's it's called uh, Bishop by Black Label Cole. Uh, Co, I re- once retired a guy named Bishop. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was there. Sorry I remember. That. Yeah, you cried. Sad. R.I.P. <laughs> I did almost cry. It's a it's a nice dark little torpedo, about as black as Mike's soul, and just as delicious. <laughs> just and as just delicious. as delicious. <laughs> Yummy. I'm just sad I didn't think of that joke. <laughs> no, good cigar, good draw. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Good, good, good. All right, so that brings us to business. We are going through the 1689. And we're back and better than ever. Yep. Per uh, Eric Bischoff. I was going to say Bishop, but it's not the same as the scar. No. Um, Yeah, so uh, we are in Chapter 17 talking about the perseverance of the saints. One of the most encouraging chapters in the whole book. I, I really... Uh, let me let me save my kind of theological evolution through this for the end. Um, but um, I can tell you this is often one of those buzzwords. You're like, oh, perseverance of the saints. That fits in Tulip. You must be one of them Calvinists. Yes, um, I am. And, <laughs> fight me. Uh, fight me. Um, and I, I just want you to just put a pause on any of that, guys. And just let's just see how biblical this is and how rich it is and how robust Huh? Yeah. You like that word, Trevor? Robust. Robust. I love that word. Just like my cigar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's, uh, let's, let's dive into it. Let's read that, that first really heavy paragraph. It's, it's kind of, kind of set the tone. All right. So we're uh, like uh, Mike said, we're in the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith in modern English, chapter 17, Perseverance of Saints. Here we go. Those God has accepted in the Beloved, effectually called and sanctified by His Spirit, and given the precious faith of His elect can neither totally nor finally fall from the state of grace. All right, so this is uh, this is encouragement. Um, again, those effectually called, those sanctified, those given this gift of faith, we get this encouragement. We cannot totally fall from grace. That's... Or finally, totally or finally, or finally, finally fall from finally, grace. Finally, totally, yeah. Yeah, this is encouragement to someone like me who, who, uh, man, I just know the inner jerk that I am, you know? Um, you guys know that. Trust me, all of us know. <laughs> I've seen this outer jerk too, it's not fun. <laughs> but, uh, 
it's it's encouragement to know that 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 even when it feels like man I'm not moving forward or growing in my faith, um, I'm still secure in it. I've got I've got the security of of what God has given me. Um, and again, these things are all intermingled. Those God has accepted in the beloved, effectually called, sanctified by His Spirit, given this precious faith of His elect, can neither totally nor finally fall from the state of grace. We can rest in that and not have to worry about losing our salvation. That's that's encouraging to me, right? Yeah, super uh, encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it comes from uh, based in John 10, 28, 29. You got that, Jamie? Sprung that on you. Sorry. All right, John ten twenty eight. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Hmm. That's my Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them from out of the Father's hand. Man, I, I tell kids this way: we're put in the hands of Jesus, and then Jesus' hands are in the Father's hands. Hmm. No one's going to pry that open. Not even my own stubborn, wicked, black heart, right? That's locked I in. mean, if if we could, you would have done it already. Yeah. I, would have, I would have done it already. Mm-hmm. Oh, you definitely would have. I would have done it. You probably would have sold it. Twice last week, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, how, how much is Jacob's Ladder? My salvation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me I'll that. Take it. <laughs> Can I get two for one? Is it a BOGO? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, li- like Esau, yeah. <laughs> Except for I'm not really fond on beans. But I don't want them chili beans, but... I'll do it with cigars. (laughs) All right, let's keep reading. They will certainly persevere in grace to the end and be eternally saved because the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. All right, big word there. Let's talk about that. I believe that comes from Romans 9 that says God's call and his gifts are irrevocable. It can't be taken away. There's no take backs when it comes Mm -hmm. to God's gifts. He's not an Indian giver. Well, we don't oh, say easy, those words. Easy, easy. I just easy. did. Wow. How? <laughs> what? Could you say that? How, How could you say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was rude. That was rude. That was rude. Yeah, there's no take backs. There's no take backs with God. He gave us salvation, and it is ours. Um, if if you have been effectually called, sanctified by a Spirit, given given this precious faith. There's no take backs. It's irrevocable. Can't be taken away. God, it would go against God's very character and nature to take back the salvation he's given us. Yes. And he can't break his nature. No. And so rest secured. Yeah. All right. Go for it. Therefore, he still brings about and nourishes in them faith, repentance, love, joy, hope, and all the graces of the spirit that lead to immortality. Even though many storms and floods arise and beat against them, yet these things will never be able to move the elect from the foundation and rock to which they are anchored by faith. The felt sight of the light and love of God may be clouded and obscured from them for a time through their unbelief and the temptations of Satan. Yet God is still the same. They will certainly be kept by the power of God for salvation, where they will be, where they will enjoy their purchased possession. For they are engraved in the palm of His hand, and their names are written in the book of life for all eternity. 
right. So I think it's important to go back to kind of where you started, the felt sight of the light and love of God may be clouded and obscured from a time. I mean, let's be honest. As men, we've been there, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've had God's love and his light obscured um, where I can't either see him very well or I'm not showing him very well, right? Or Um, I'm hiding myself from it. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, exactly. Um, And in fact, during those times, this kind of security is what I need. Mm. Like, yeah, no, but... But Jesus still died for me. You yeah. know, um, it, it was his finished work on the cross, not my crappy works that I can't seem to do well here. Um, my efforts in sanctification or whatever it is. That's not what's saving me. I am mm-hmm. saved. And so I can then try to walk in this, you know. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that's what makes me feel so guilty because I know I've been given through the Holy Spirit the ability and power now to say no to sin. And mm. yet I don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And And I would say. Those, those two things kind of go together. Like the times where the felt sight and the light of love of God may be clouded or, and obscured, um, usually they're, that's all due to sin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it talks about their, because of their unbelief and the temptations of Satan. Yeah. Like usually those times are because of your sin. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Um, a theologian in the 1800s, I think, uh, 1900s, um, he, t- he talked about the black night of the soul where you just can't feel God, um, where, where no matter what you're doing, the, the same things are just kind of not as clear or you just can't feel God, the black night of the soul. And I think that's, that's a real thing that, that sometimes God wants us to, um, keep doing the last thing he said, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, for 400 years between Isaiah and Jesus, they had the same marching orders, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that's not unlike God. Um, but also it's not unlike us to run towards sin. Mm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we fall back into what we know and what we were born with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we do. Whatever is familiar. But, but also our hope, our hope mm. is this end of this, which yeah. is so encouraging. Yeah. For they are engraved on the palms of his hands. And their names have been written in the book of life for all eternity. Man. Engraved in the palms of his hands. That's comfort. Yeah. Just, I'm talking permanent, right? I mean, things like, that are engraven uh, are permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time you tried to steal a Bible and scratch somebody's name out of it? No. You stole the no, value of vision. I didn't. You stole the value of vision. I didn't vision. steal nothing. I didn't steal it. No, you didn't steal it, but you stole it. I, I didn't steal it. It was given to me. And <laughs> it, someone's name was engraven on it. Did he give it to you? Did the person whose name was engraved <laughs> on it give it to you? I don't know the guy. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is he going to be reading the Valley of Vision at his gay-affirming church? No, probably right, not. Not I'm at fine. his gay-affirming church. <laughs> if he is, I feel like there's he's a story back missing there something. There was some stuff <clears throat> left in an old storage that uh, at a church, and the guy at the, the staff person at the church said we could have anything in there. And so I, I took some some books because they would have anything in there and uh anyways and the some of the vision. books belonged to one of the other staff members that no, had put his books in there no he was already gone by then wasn't he no definitely oh. not well, he's definitely not reading at his gay affirming church he's not reading it at his gay affirming <laughs> church that's for sure but i would definitely find i don't even have it anymore i threw it away no you didn't uh-huh you threw it away it, it was, was a leather bound valley of vision why would you throw that away it was engraved with someone else's name on it <laughs> <laughs> 
It couldn't be scratched out. You can't just take engravings out. I don't even know this. That's kind of what we're talking about here. <laughs> We've established that already. <laughs> but yeah, so it's engraving that that's permanent stuff right there. Um, and then to have your name written in the book of life again for all eternity, permanent. Um, you're, it's there. It's there. Um, so when we sin, when we fall far from God and when, when we're clouded or can't feel or see the light, we need to know it's still there. There's some comfort in that. Not an excuse to go around sending it up, but comfort and really just security for believers. And, yep. and the next time you're tempted to sin, just visualize God looking at his hand, reading your name. Mm. See if you still want to sin. Mm. I'm, I'm going to try not to. Yeah. <laughs> All All right. Right. Paragraph two. Keep Paragraph going. two. This perseverance of the saints does not depend on their own free will, but on the unchangeableness of the decree of election, which flows from the free and unchangeable love of God the Father. It is based on the efficacy of the merit and intercession of Jesus Christ and union with him, the oath of God, the abiding of his spirit, the seed of God within them, and the nature of the covenant of grace. All right, I know this. Let's stop there because it was a mouthful. Um, first of all, this is this is hard truths right here. This is this is this is the if we could lose it, we would have by now, mm. right? This is this is hard truths. But Our, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. J- but, jump in there. Yeah, I mean, yes, it is that. It's it's if we could lose it, we would. But that you like just read through that paragraph of what you would have to go against. To lose it. Thank you. Like, yes. you would have to go against the decrees of Almighty God of the universe before the foundations of the world. Hang on, but there's there's people that are, uh, what do they call it now? Dis, uh, dissociating from, disassembling Christianity, what do they call it? Retards. No, <laughs> we don't use that word either. This guy's just off the chair. What, what, dismantling or what is it? Dismantling uh, Christianity or disassembling? I know what you're talking about, but What's I don't know called? what the word is. Okay, yeah, it's still retarded, but <laughs> it's dissenters. No, sure, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's a it's a D word, deconstructionist. Deconstruction. Deconstruction. Yeah, That's they're the going. That, so they're saying that that I personally can have had faith and deconstructed and not no longer have faith. Whereas, In order to do that, you would have to one wrestle against the decrees of the Father and win. <laughs> I'm. Jacob wrestled. I'm a betting man. man. I'm a betting man, but I'm not going to bet against the Father. The decrees of (laughs) Almighty God. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to have to wrestle against the decrees of the Father, um, the efficacy of Christ, that he earned that merit for you, Mm. and that he's interceding for you. Mm. So you'd have to go against Jesus praying for you. Do you think the Son asked the Father for anything, and the Father doesn't give it to him? No, of course not. <laughs> and I was waiting. I was, is this a trick question? Yeah. <laughs> and, I feel that one's too easy. And the abiding of His Holy Spirit, which it says is the seed of God within you. So if you are elect, you're elect because God made it so, because Christ died to make it so, and because He put His Spirit in you, proving that it's so. You can't fight against that. Come on. Yeah, this is uh, again Hebrews. If I had a mic, I would drop it right now. Drop it. Don't drop that. It's going to be real loud. <laughs> That's expensive mic. Yeah, Hebrews. This is uh, Hebrews six seventeen. So when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of His purpose, 
He guaranteed it with an oath. So go, going against God's oath is what is what these these constructionists are saying. They're saying, yeah, sure, God predestined for the foundations of the earth. He did all those other things, but I'm bigger. Yeah, no. you know what that tells me? You were never one of us. That's yes, that's, you're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> that's First John two nineteen, right, Jamie? You have that set aside somewhere. First John two nineteen. Yeah, I think so. Two. Let's see where to go. Yeah, First John two nineteen. I'm gonna have to go find that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would say I'm gonna go ahead and believe scripture and say you. I think two nineteen says they went out from us because they were never of us. Mm. Um, and so yeah, you went out from us, these deconstructionists, but you never really were one of us. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Maybe you're on fire during youth group days. Yeah, sure. Maybe you really even in college. Maybe sure, sure. I sure. mean that was so, that was Rhett and Link, the yeah. Good Mythical Morning guys. That's, That's what right. they were. They were like, I know what Christians are going to say. We went out from you because we were never one of you. Right. But I really was one of you. No, you no, weren't. you weren't. The ESV says they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that it might become plain that they all are not of us. That's right. So, so again, if it if it's not following Jesus now, it never did follow Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you if you're saying if you're denying Jesus now, saying I'm not one of those anymore, I'm gonna look at Scripture and say, yeah, but I believe this book more than I believe you. Um, that's that's the scriptural stance. That's a Christian stance on this. Yeah. Cool. All right. Finish this one. <clears throat> the certainty and infallibility of their perseverance is based on all these things. That's right. All the things above. Um, the uh, lo- unchangeable love of God the Father, based on the efficacy, efficacy, and merit of Jesus, His intercession. And union with him, the oath of God, the abiding of his spirit, um, the seed of God within them. That's what I'm going to trust in. This is um, this whole paragraph is basically just a run through of Ephesians 1. I think Charles Spurgeon yeah. kind of just summed it up. He said, if I thought that I held my soul in my own hands to keep it or lose it as I please, I would be of all creatures most miserable. And I would have no rest by day or by night. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the, uh, and I see this on, on, uh, we were talking about this in the pre-show, but, uh, wh- who'd you say it was? Sinners in the hands of the angry, angry God? Uh, Jonathan Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, he preached that famous sermon. Um, and he talked about sinners in the hands of angry God. And, and yes, true, right? Um, but I think actually more terrifying, is your own salvation in your own hands, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm the guy who can't stub his toe and and keep my mouth bridled. You know what Sinner I mean? Sinner in the hand of an angry Mike. Yeah, I'm the guy who can't be <laughs> be trusted because of my temper. Some days, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you're gonna, tr- I'm not gonna trust me with my salvation. I'm gonna go ahead and lean on, um, well. God the Father's oath before the foundations of the, of the earth on the merits of Jesus and the indwelling Holy Spirit. Sounds yep. sounds like a better bet. Something you can bank on. Yeah, <laughs> not me. I mean, what's at stake here? It's your, your eternal soul in the hands of a wrathful God for all eternity. Mm. That's sobering. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the old hymn? Uh, 
Jesus paid standing it all. on the promises of God. <laughs> no, it's not that one, but it's uh, come that fount. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. This is the story of every Christian. Um, and then Jeremiah thirty, verse forty, gives us Scripture's answers to this for us. I will make with them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from doing good to them, and I will put the fear of me in their hearts, and they will not turn from me. Mm. There'll be a day when, well, we can't turn from him. You know what I mean? We can turn temporarily, but as paragraph one said, not totally and finally. Yeah. Um, our, our hearts are tethered, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So what does that time look like then, totally, if, if, if there are times where they might turn, where the saints might turn, Dude, but it not looks be totally like, finally? Is that last, it's this last paragraph? Yeah, last paragraph. Go for it. Here we go. <clears throat> they may fall into grievous sin and continue in them for a time due to the temptation of Satan in the world, the strength of corruption remaining in them, and the neglect of means of their pers- their per- Preservation. Preservation, sorry. In doing so, they incur God's displeasure and grieve his Holy Spirit. Their graces and comforts become impaired. Their hearts are hardened and their consciences wounded. They hurt and uh, scandalize others and bring temporary judgment on themselves. All right, so let's let's pause there. Um, Yeah, so this this is true. We have all known men people who have fallen away right mm. and the hope is that it's just a temporary fall right yeah. um that's that's the hope that's what we want for all the guys who we've seen come and go right yeah um and sadly it's more than we want to admit really right? close friends yeah. yeah i'm talking guys we went down the road with yeah um, and uh and and this is this is also jesus's purpose for church discipline the purpose for church discipline in the end even even in treating them like outsiders and not allowing them to be a part of us the hope in all of that is that they would repent yeah jesus says it all throughout matthew 18 that we do this so that they would repent yeah yeah and that's that's what we want we want and and so these things are going to become life's going to be tough for them right um, the things that they loved doing when they were part of church and God. And we've seen this time and time again, right? People who did kids ministry with us and, and did, went on mission trips with us um, were like, well, I'm just going to help with kids at, at school um, and work for it as a job, and I'll just travel for leisure. They hate it. They hate travel, and they hate kids now. You know what I mean? <laughs> what's it like? You, you've explained this before, but what's it like? Yeah, for yeah. You? so it's like, uh, it's like in the Pirates of Caribbean, the first one, when uh, Barbosa uh bites into that apple and he says it tastes like ash mm. um these things that were so good and tasty and lovely to them are now like ash and they they even look at guys like us who are still doing those things and enjoying them and man you you had him say it. i love mike but i also hate him right yeah <laughs> that that was their words like i love him but but i also hate him there's a disdain because i'm still enjoying the apple <laughs> god gave me this delicious apple he gave me these good gifts and i'm going to enjoy them to his glory. I think I think they're like the fool that looks back to look at the good old days. Mm. 
Because they're foolish. Yeah. They could still be a part of that. Yeah. You, you didn't have you, to go you anywhere. Know, you know who else did that? Mm. Lot's wife. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What happened to her? She turned salt. Yep. She's salty. Delicious. Salty. <laughs> I don't know about any of that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's finish off the paragraph here. <clears throat> Nevertheless, they will renew their repentance and be uh, preserved through faith in Christ Jesus to the end. That's right. Nevertheless, if they are really his followers, these are just temporary judgments, right? Mm. That's what we're hoping for every single one of those followers who fell, um, who aren't a part of a church or our church or any church right now, who are in just chasing the world and sin. We're praying that, that it's a short-time judgment of tasting like ash right um and then there'll be some repentance soon this this whole really section requires a high view of god and a low view of man right Right. um i can't save myself i do all the drowning he does all the saving right Mm. um and uh and not only does he save me but he keeps me right yeah um this is i go to lifeguard i think i've said it before but but when i was a lifeguard and i saved kids that they didn't stand at the end and cheer for all they did, mm. right? Um, no, it was me who saved them, right? And uh, in the same way, it's Jesus who saved me. I did all the drowning. Um, and if this were the ocean, um, ocean of sin, right, that he saved me from, um, he's got to keep me, right? If he lets go of me, I go back down. That's all there is to it. Um, yeah. I'm going back down. And so I need him to keep me. And so so it's a high view of God and a low view of man like in uh in Job 25, right, Jamie? Job 25. Job 25, 6. How much less man who is a maggot and son of man who is a worm? Mm. Yeah, this is just me admitting, man, I'm a, I'm a maggot and a worm at heart, and mm. I, need, I, need, uh, I need a big God to save me and make me valuable. Um, and... And he does that. And that's what this paragraph, this, this whole chapter is really, really getting to. He's, he saved us lowly worms. Um, he did all the saving. Um, and he does all the keeping. And he will do all the sanctifying. Yep. Um, in the end, his sheep know his voice and they will respond. And so eventually, if we really are his sheep, even though they've fallen away for a time, they will respond to his voice. Yeah. I think, I think also just, uh, as a as a note before we end uh it says in there it talks about it just talks about the effects of people mm-hmm. that are like that mm-hmm. of the people that go away for a season and come back and uh it says in doing so they incur god's displeasure and grieve his holy spirit their graces and comforts become impaired their hearts are hardened their conscience is wounded they hurt and scandalize others and bring temporary judgments on themselves yeah um, one, we know God is in the business of softening hearts. Um, he does that and he restores relationships. He, he, he restores us. And, uh, it's only by the, by the grace of God that we can, we can recover from something like that. Mm. And there may be lasting effects here in this life, but, uh, in eternity, um, they don't last. Yeah. 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 So, so if you've got a friend like that, man. Uh, I don't know. I think the best we've done, I don't know that it's the best thing. It's all I know to do is keep the door open, right? Yeah. Um, and just let people know the door's open. I didn't close it on this end. Um, yeah. let's, let's talk someday. Don't lose my number. Stay in contact. Um, yeah. And, and let's 
pray and hope for repentance, right? Um, and then as pastors, we're, we're, we're then commanded later to give them over to Satan. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think that's a good point. I think we're to be, I think we're to be like the father and the prodigal son, mm. um, who, when those people go out from us, we're not, we don't chase them. Yeah. We don't ch- he, he let them go. Let them go. Give yourself over to destruction. But when he comes back, we run. We celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We have a party. It's party time. That's right. Break out the good cigars. And best coconut rum money can buy. <laughs> <laughs> the cheap stuff's not bad, though. <laughs> All right. Speaking of cigars, what you smoking? How'd it go? I'm I'm not even done with this. I'm in like the last third. I'm in the last third, too. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah? Yeah. What's, uh, what's, what's flavors? Tobacco. <laughs> Just straight tobacco. Yeah, it's kind of to me. It's a it's an oaky flavor, um, and I love it. I love it. It's delicious. Maybe if I could, maybe if I could do that thing where Jamie blows out of his nose, Back maybe up. I'd be able to taste those flavors a little bit better. But mm. I can't do that because I'll die. I'll die too. Um, <laughs> I just clean the palate with a little little coconut rum, and I taste I taste Christmas fire. Dread. It's delicious. Oh, he's doing it. It's, just so y'all know that was attractive. <laughs> so in doing that be still my heart <laughs> taste, of course leather uh-huh lots of pepper up there <laughs> uh-huh see that's where i would die <laughs> no, pepper a good cigar. I, I recommend bishop Bye, Black Slider is a win-win yep so all right guys don't forget to like share subscribe to our podcast leave a review go to our facebook group performing manhood where we can continue the conversation and go to crossworkchurch.org slash shop if you want to buy some merch you can see a picture of Jamie in that hot sweater on our Facebook group. Nah, it's not me. It's on the Facebooks. It is you, though. Nah, somebody else. <laughs> Do you think we could get a picture of you backdrafting in in the in the hoodie? All right, back yeah, look, look at Facebook <laughs> when this drops, and uh, and you'll see me backdrawing, <laughs> eyes watering, and everything. Pepper in the soul. <laughs> all right, all right. my name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm Jamie the Save Maggot Hinojosa. <laughs> you guys be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. 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 Later.